With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time. Each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward. Building a stronger future. Motorists Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. How are you? You know, today is going to be a wonderful day. Today could be a wonderful day for many reasons. We might get mail from the postman. Or we might just get a... Tony Bruno. Because... The Tony Bruno Show. Welcome back. Oh, yeah, man. How you doing? You good? I know you like that. I know you like that. Hello there, kids. Welcome. It is Wednesday. Not only What Up Wednesday, but it is the Tony Bruno Show back at Moonshine Philly. Brought to you by Sky Energy Drinks. It tastes great. It's non-clone, so it doesn't taste like every other energy drink. Zero aftertaste. Great taste. 98% of people who taste Sky Energy say, wow, that's some good stuff right there. And it doesn't have all that junk in it that makes you go crazy like Luigi does about 10 o'clock every night. I know. But you know what's weird? I hear you. For the first time ever... I've actually been grabbing an energy drink every now and then because really? I, 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 I never. I've been never grabbing other them. things every now and then, but that's not okay anymore. 
Yeah. I remember the good old days when it was. Just grab what you need to grab and go. That's it. I remember when grab I could be go. grabbed and I would never complain. Uh, you still, you still don't. wouldn't. Oh, <laughs> you still damn right. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, man? At what, some, guy, what guy does? At, what po- at some point in life, we all just hope to be grabbed at some point. Exactly right. In the meantime, for those of you who may have missed last week's reunion show, when Harry Mays was here with us at Moonshine Philly, this is what you missed. This is what it sounded like in here. Go to the tape. Pulling it up now. Damn it, Luigi, I told you we'd have it at the beginning of the I, show. I was ready to go. I just, you know how it is. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm not getting any audio here. How long have we been doing this show? Uh, now you know why I took a four-month sabbatical. I got it under control. Grado distancia, le van a servir. Tiene altura, tiene profundidad, va a llegar, va a llegar. Ganó, 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 señor, ganó, 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 ganó. Yo sí le voy, le voy a los bates, taca, 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 taca. Yo sí le voy, le voy a los bates, taca, taca, taca. Actually, that was Jimmy Butler today yelling at his teammates in Minnesota as he returned. Uh, to practice after, to, after the sink, thinking that a four-year, $100 million contract was an insult. I thought that was you when Robin got the grilled cheese just right. Oh, <laughs> man. That could be used for multiple purposes. We're going to break that out quite often. It's one program. of those evergreen multi-purpose sound effects. Nothing better than Spanish-speaking broadcasting on any sport. It could be the dullest sport on earth. And when you have a Latino man doing it... Like soccer. <laughs> basically. Exactly. Basically. They make everything sound better. Sort of like Latina women make everything feel better, if you know what I mean. Even the weather. Even the weather. When it's not good. Well, when you're watching the weather, even when it's bad. And speaking of bad, our thoughts out with all of our friends down there on the Florida panhandle going through another bad hurricane. Well, they haven't had one in a while because we just had one on the East Coast a couple of weeks ago. And now all of a sudden, the late, this is late in the season. I mean, it's mid-October. And this Hurricane Michael really built up quickly. It hit Mexico City Beach in the Florida Panhandle, Panama City, another place that I've been to many times down in that Florida Panhandle. And it's unusual to have a hurricane go all the way up and hit that corner, which is why it's called the Florida Panhandle. You know that, right, Luigi? You go up the side past Tampa, and and then it's the Alabama coast and and the Florida coast, which is the west coast of Florida and then the southernmost point of Alabama. That's the uh, panhandle area. I get that it looks, that looks like a panhandle, but where's the pan? What do I look like? Because they're like, like, to have a panhandle, you have to have a pan. Look like Jacques there's, Pepin? There's uh, Jacques Pepin looks knows like what a pan, pan is. I don't. Jacques Pepin. No, it's a panhandle. I, so I, you know, I know it. what it is. I know Actually, it. they should change it. Not call it the panhandle. Call it the, uh, what's the big ribeye steak now? with The tomahawk. The tomahawk. The tomahawk. See, the tomahawk would make more sense because well, the, the, the rest of the The tomahawk wasn't cool until a couple of years ago when people were willing to get ripped off for a long bone that was still attached to the ribeye. Robert Currier says it's the redneck Riviera. (laughs) (laughs) Come on now, don't be making fun of those people down there. And then James Dolan chiming in saying that it looked like Hurricane Michael Myers. I mean, but it's pretty bad. But it is is a Cat 4, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, there's devastation there. The, the, The Mexico Beach area, which is the beach that got hit first by the brunt of this hurricane, 155-mile-an-hour winds, Panama City, much more recognizable to a lot of people. A lot of tourists go there. you got Panama City, Fort Walton, you got Destin, those areas up there. 
they bore the brunt of this storm. And, you know, people talk about Tampa because it's on the west coast of Florida. From what I hear, Tampa didn't, I mean, it got winds, but where it hit was up there in the Panama yeah, City, actually, Mexico Beach if area. anybody that is living in that area that's being affected by a storm still has power and internet. They're going to be, the phones. first thing they want to do is call this podcast yeah, well, tonight. Well, you know, they could, uh, be, I, they could be listening, distracting themselves from what's going on. Well, first of all, I hope they're all right. And if you are yes. all right and you want to call in, 619, if you're floating yeah. on, on a boat in the middle of the right. street, then I doubt you really want to be calling right. in. Right. Yes, if that is, we, we feel for you, we're praying for you, and don't call in. But if you are huddled down somewhere... We would love to hear. Uh, I want boots on the ground. I need people. If you're in I a canoe. I don't think there's any boots on the ground if, because the water is like six feet deep. If you're on a flipped over couch canoeing down the river, I, I want to hear from you. 619-924-9874. That's how you chime in. 924-619-924-9874. Yes. All right. I, don't, I still don't know the number of the show. We've been doing it for how and many you know years? What? It might be changing again soon. Again? Yes. Oh, come on, Robin. We can't memorize things. Tony gave him memorized passwords with his iPad. I'm hoping to come up with one that's like one of those 1-800-Tony-Bruno kind of... I know. We tried I used that before, that. remember? I know. I had that number. And Tony loved it because it was easy. It's easy for he me to remember. Yeah. It's like anybody else's phone number. I, like know, I don't even know Robin's phone number. Seriously. Yeah. I have no idea what it is I either. still don't know it. I just look it up on the phone and hit Robin. Yeah. Not right. physically, right. I just hit her name. Right. The only phone number I literally still remember yes. is my mother's yep. house phone. That's it. That's the only phone number I can remember by heart. I don't I know Luigi's number. I act, when somebody says, what's Robin's number? I said, I don't know. I have to look in my phone to find it. That's how lazy we've become. He's asking. We don't know any. I don't know my kids' numbers. I don't know those numbers Do you know either. your kids' numbers? Yes. I know I the old heart. Numbers. I know them by heart. I know my sons. I know my daughters. I know my dads. I know my mothers. I know yours. I know mine. I don't know Luigi. Sorry. Oh, How do you not know Luigi? He calls you like 50 you. times a day. Well, usually because there's something wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he, but he calls, For you, most of the time, where's Robin? But he calls me, and, and then I get my fantastic... It's the greatest ringtone ever. We may have to play it on the air tonight. We could. It's not the song that we usually play. No, we don't play the man. It's actually like the Robin jam. found this ringtone. Well, I, we have to play it. Tony was, or I told Luigi I wanted him to have his own ringtone so right. that whenever he called, because I'm oftentimes my phone is in one room and I'm in another room, and so I decide whether I want to answer somebody or not based upon their ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> and so I wanted Luigi to have his own so that I would know it was him. And I don't have design. any special ringtones. My phone rings the same all the time. No, if I call you, which I very... It doesn't matter. Do. You don't answer it, though. Well, that's true, yeah. You yeah. never answer your phone. I never know who's on the phone because no. I never answer it. I go, Tony, your phone's ringing. Who is it? I don't know. That's how I'll call him back. Okay. You know why? Because <laughs> he never does. You know why? Most of the phone calls I get are, are spam. And usually what will happen is I'll go, if I hear my phone ring, I'll go look for it. Then I'll see it's a number I don't know, and then two rings later and it goes away because it gets automatically knocked off. Whatever happened to that do not disturb crap? Does yeah. that work? No. Yeah, it works. You can How does your, it work? You can put your phone on do not disturb. You can block certain phone calls that come in, like when the phone, when the phone number's yes, done. Yes, if you know the number. But the number's on your phone. Yes, but that number, that, there are some numbers that, that people call every day from the same number, and they're automatically blocked, but it still rings once, and then it gets kicked off. Right. No, I mean, usually if the phone is blocked... You're not going to ring it all. It depends all. on what app you're using to do that. Yeah, they do. People use different numbers. The same, pe right, the same people use like 10 different phone numbers to call you. It's worse now than ever. I get more crap phone calls now than ever before. Now that we're in this world of, well, you can get rid of these people and block spam. No, you can't. 
You can't block Jack anymore. And Jack, by the way, is not being blocked because he's eating and drinking right now. Jack in the back in the house tonight with Miss Ruth's in the house. And speaking of special guests in the house tonight, Luigi, a man that you just saw this past weekend. That's right. A newlywed. That's right. He could have been on his honeymoon tonight. He could have been anywhere. He could have been in Kensington. He could have been in Fishtown. He could have been in New Jersey. He could have been at the shore. Well, he was in Jersey. That's where the wedding was. I know, but I'm talking about tonight. Oh, tonight. He could have been anywhere in the world. But he's here with us tonight. Damn right. And we appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, the newlywed. Where's his wife, though? Doug McGregor got married Saturday to his lovely wife, Kathy. Luigi was there wearing the Domenico's blue. I went with the navy blue, mm -hmm. clean white, with the blue and white polka dot. Fresh to death, brother. Butterscotch shoes. Absolutely. Butterscotch shoes? Butterscotch shoes, brother. Butterscotch shoes? Butterscotch brown. Butterscotch shoes. I, I hate to do it to you no, this early in the show, uh, man. I'm, I'm going to give myself one of those, brother. You got coordinated with right. that thing, all right? Doug did fantastic. They did, a, they did a great job, man. They did a, they did a phenomenal job. How long was job. this wedding in the uh, works, Doug? Come on up here to the mic. I'd say about 22 months or so. I got engaged Christmas Eve 2016. 2016 Christmas Eve? Yes. And then 20? That's a, that's a, that's a nice, uh, you know, you give yourself some time. A two-year engagement. Exactly. Yeah. Time Is that normal now? How long do people... Except on 90 Day Fiance. Well, it doesn't work that way on those different reality shows. It depends, it depends if you're on Twitter or not. It can last about yeah. 30 seconds and it's or gone. It wasn't Married at First Sight or 90, 90 Day Fiance, right? Speaking of Married at First Sight, they filmed an episode of that next door at Moonsh at the, at the bar area. Really? Yes, what? the Tuesday that I took off, we took off because they were filming a reality show here. Married at First Sight? Married at First Sight. Did they, I, did they I really get in. married or was it rigged? I don't know. I didn't see the whole... I, just, I came at the tail end of it when the camera crew was coming out. Who gets married at first sight, really? I don't know. I mean, I've heard of light. You know, Unless you're in Vegas sight. and you're really drunk. Yeah. No, and it's, you meet some... <laughs> it's married at last chance. <laughs> <laughs> when you're down to the felt, you know what I mean? <laughs> when you're down to the felt. Well, Doug, how does it feel now? You, you didn't go on a honeymoon, right? We're waiting till next year. That's what I'm doing, too. Yeah? I'm waiting till next year. When are you going to get married? Not to get married, uh, to have a honeymoon. What? A make-believe <laughs> honeymoon. Me? Uh, I'm going to have a make-believe honeymoon. We're to have an actual vacation again. We, just, done, we didn't do anything. You just want the bachelor party. That's all you want. Over and over yeah, again. Exactly. That's what you want. <laughs> exactly. We didn't, you guys didn't go. Now, usually you guys get on the camera and, uh, on the, uh, the catamaran and you go out to the BVI. And yeah, we didn't do any, we, we went to uh, Chincoteague one weekend. To see the horses. July. Yeah, to see the horses. To see the ponies. That was all we did this summer, other than working on the house, which you always see on our Facebook page. Well, you had a lot, of, you had a lot going on, man. I mean, yeah. you, had, you, had your, you had your surgery, you're healing up. Robin wasn't feeling well for a little while. You guys had a lot going on with the kitchen, which is now basically The kitchen's almost, almost done. done. In fact, the countertop measurements will occur on Tuesday. We will go live when the people at Colonial Marble will come out and measure the countertop. We're going granite. Oh no, gosh. we're not going granite. We're going quartz. Quartz, quartz or granite? Quartz. You make the call. I am so excited. I'm so excited to have a kitchen. We haven't works. had a sink for two months. Well, I mean, no. let's, not, let's not let people understand, think that we're like living like alley cats. And like, there's sinks in the house and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, down the basement. Right. But I'm saying we have our refrigerator. We have our stove hooked up. We have the microwave hooked up. Dishwashers hooked Dishwashers up. hooked up for the first time ever. But we don't have a sink. So when you have, like, you have a cup of coffee, you're like, what do I do? So I go outside and rinse it with the hose and then put it in a washer. Old school. I, like <laughs> yeah, I go old school. Old school. I like that. <laughs> How many people do that? Not many. <laughs> Not many get the opportunity. And then a lot of times when I don't feel like going to the bathroom, you know what I do? 
I don't go to San Francisco and poop on the streets. No, what do you go? I go, mean, that's okay out there. You open the door in front of me. I go outside and pee in the in the uh, in my own oh, backyard Tony. in the drain, in the drain, and I hose it down. It's all going in the same sewer. Ladies, it's all pipes. <laughs> it's aren't all you pipe. happy for me? This is what I get to deal. Nobody with Nobody sees day. me. Nobody sees me. I'm in my own backyard. I go in the corner. Now that I've cleaned that drain out, I branded the Roto Rooter thing. Oh, you're now, celebrating the fact that all the water runs through now. Yeah. That thing was backed up for a while. Well, what'd you pull out? He pulled out a couple of wine corks. A I rag. Out a couple corks. <laughs> a rag get that. Rags. Tony, you know, um, so we have people that are checking in on YouTube Live, man. on Periscope Live, on Facebook Live, um, right now on Periscope. Um, at back, back it triv, B-C-K-I-T-R-I-V says. Back hair the, trim? That's Luigi had back one, I think, the other day. Trip. No, I got a wax though. Is this Tony from the best damn sports show period with the worst damn title? Was I on there? Yes, I was on there for years with Tom Arnold and the guys and Chris Rose and John Sally and Michael Irvin and John Cruck and uh, D'Amico Ryans, a former linebacker with the St. Louis Cardinals by Rams back in the day yep. when they were the Rams in St. Louis. And with the Houston Texans. And with the Houston Texans, yeah. Now, those are fun days back in L.A. Eric Barnes says that the, the peeing outside story was way too dumb, way too much information. No, it's not. When you gotta go, you gotta go, and I don't. Yeah, but you have a bathroom. We have two bathrooms yeah. that are 15 feet from you. I don't feel like going downstairs all the time. Wow, man, it's really gotten that bad. I'm for outside. You. <laughs> if nature's calling, what do you do? Exactly. I don't pee on the streets like people do. Can't I don't pee, pee on somebody's on sidewalk. Day. Thank God. I don't bring my animals door. out to poop on their sidewalk and never clean it up. No, you just have your own animals that poop on the floor in the house and don't know how to hit a freaking. I only uh, have one box. cat that does that. One stinking cat yeah. poops on the floor, but it doesn't pee on. None of my cats pee on the floor. They always go in the litter box. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The Tony Bruno cat update. Yeah, this is a crazy life, cat. Life with Bruno is right. It really is. I have an ex- ex- extreme, extravagant lifestyle. Yeah. Now, Doug, what? So you're going on? Where you're going on your honeymoon? We're going to Ireland. Mm-hmm. We're going to hit England, mm-hmm. and we're likely going to hit France. So, is uh, Brett Kavanaugh going to drink some beer with you over there? I heard he likes beer, and you're going to have beer. I'll be waiting for him. There's a beer with Everywhere me. beer there. The weather's always good, though, at least in Ireland. Not. No, I'm just kidding. No, I, I've never been to Ireland. I've been to England. I've been to... In fact, I was watching a show last night, one of my favorite shows on, on uh, Science Channel, which is back on. It's called Mysteries of the Abandoned. Have you watched that show? <laughs> Mysteries, Mysteries of the Abandoned. Of the Abandoned. And they go to places that you know, were something at one point but have been left in ruins. And like last Eastern night, Europe. <laughs> so like South Philly, actually, yeah, like exactly. some neighborhoods in South Philly, like Snyder Avenue, mysteries of the yeah. abandoned. Yeah. Thank you, Mayor Kenny. Sounds Thank like you very Northeast much. Philly. Yeah, it's like many neighborhoods in South Philly's abandoned. But anyway, so last night I'm watching it, and as soon as it came on, I knew exactly where the place was because they always show something, and it's like this is a place in the mountains, and and they're showing snow, and it's been abandoned. What is it? And I knew exactly, you know what it was? It was Sarajevo, Yugoslavia, the Olympic. See? There was the places where the Olympics were held, the bobsled trail, the the hotel where the athletes stayed, the actual medal stand that I went to when I was there in Sarajevo for a month in 1984. And it's just totally abandoned. Well, isn't the one in Russia also abandoned? There's a bunch of them, but this one was 1984. One of the best, in fact, 1984 Olympics in Sarajevo, Yugoslavia were the last Olympics that actually turned a profit. What? You realize that? Really? Yeah. Even, the, even with everything that was going on there? Well, there wasn't a war. A there was tension. But, it, you know, when I, I told you, when I went there, every, every street corner had 
guys holding machine, machine, machine guns. guns. Yep. I mean, the tension was going on in that country, but it didn't happen until eight years later. 1992 is when the strife happened in the war. So all of these structures that were part of the Olympic Games, which were still used for international championships, because the luge course there was one of the best in the world. So even when they built it before the Olympics, they used it after the Olympics. And then, unfortunately, when the war started, they, uh, they, they, there were all kinds of battles there. There were gunshot holes in it. I mean, it's not, thousands of people died. The, uh, according to the show, the Olympics medal stand, where the athletes would go every night and they'd raise the country's flags, they would take people there and execute them on the no. Olympics. Yes, yes. That's how horrible and horrific that war is. And the beautiful city of Sarajevo, devastated. And now, many years later, 22 years later, you know, it's slowly coming back. But these sites where all the Olympic Games were held are just abandoned ruins. It's sad. It's really sad. Knowing when you've been there and you've seen that stuff, yeah. when it was functioning, then to see it in ruins is really, well, really sad. Mean, so that was, what, 30 years ago? 84, but, yeah, yeah. 30 something years now, ago, 33 years ago. What's even more four. sad to me is the one in China that was just, it was just a couple of years ago and it's completely abandoned and grown over. I mean, it's not grown over. It's not abandoned. It wasn't used for war games. No. Uh, but it's, yeah, what happens is these cities are forced to spend a lot of money, which is why you see the Olympics becoming less important and less countries bidding for it. LA's going to get it again, and I was there in 84 also. That was the summer games in 84. But LA is going to use, they use existing buildings. They use the Pepperdine University swimming pools for the the swimming events. They use the Coliseum for the, all these track and field and the opening and closing ceremonies. And so the LA Olympics, and everybody was worried about traffic, and everybody went away. All the residents went away, and there wasn't any traffic. That's what was great about those games. But anyway, that's the kind of stuff I like to watch and talking about traveling the world and seeing places. So Ireland, England, and likely France. And likely France. Now, I have two people that... Mm -hmm. uh, Periscope messaged the same exact thing. Sports Direct TV and Dig Breely um, both tweeted, Mysteries of the Abandoned, the story of Flyers goaltenders past and present. Oh. <laughs> I think they have the... Uh, I, I think their episode's coming up on the odd in Buffalo where the Flyers won their last Stanley Cup in 1975. I remember because they tore that building down. And the ghosts of Spectrum's past. I think that's going to be a new series. But you're right, man. Wow. The Flyers. I hate to do it to them. Home opener. They bring the, the mascot down. Did you see him? Gritty from the, from the, from the ceiling. They had him Gritty. Yep. Came down from the ceiling like what's his face? What's her face did at one of those award shows? The Who, AVN awards? Not the AMA. Not the AVN awards. They're usually suspended from other devices. <laughs> and that's actually enjoyable to watch yeah. if you've never been there to Vegas for the AVN awards. Have you been there, Luigi? I've been to Vegas, but not for the AVN, AVN awards. That's pretty no. bad, man. Why? Well, we're gonna make we're gonna take a trip out there. We got to get to Vegas, man. I know. I haven't been to Vegas, Vegas in what baby, now? Vegas. When was the last time we were there? Two years, like two years ago. We went out when you interviewed for uh, VSIN. Oh, that's right. At the beginning of the uh, of uh, what's the sports uh, BSIN, the, the one that Brent Musburger runs, mm -hmm. the BSIN Sports Network there, which is odds and sports and information and betting stuff. They have a studio in the casino at the what casino is it? That's the uh, South. South Southgate. 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 Southgate, which is on the very beginning of the strip when you're coming through the desert before you get to the main strip. It's the you know? largest property on the strip, though, I think, yeah. right? The, but it's not really... People don't consider that the strip because you're not there till you hit Mandalay Bay when you first get into Vegas. If you're, if you're driving from L.A. through the Mojave Desert that way, which we did many times. So, Doug... Are you excited, man? Yeah, have you been there? Have you if been if to you're Europe? If you're thinking about a landing strip, it would be around the belly button area. 
Yeah, that's a different landing strip. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if it's in the belly button area, then you really need to be trimmed. You need to go see somebody at a... There's like a... There's like a there's like Brazilian waxing. Like every, not, they don't do Brazilian in Philly. But there's yeah, waxing. Well, they do, yeah, they but do. Not as much as they... No, no not no, like no, LA. I know, LA is, I know a Russian that will rip you to shreds. But no, when, Rob, when we first moved back here, Robin to, could not find one salon that did Brazilian waxing. They yeah. just do regular waxing. And I finally got this one woman to do it, and she did rip me to shreds, and I said, you do not know what you're doing, no, girlfriend. No, well, there's a Russian that's on Chestnut. Were they involved in collusion in the 2016 election? No, it's the other Russian on Walnut. Oh, that Russian. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that Russian. That's what that was. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, but, Doug, but Doug got married. He did. He did. He did, he did a great job. They did. Um, did you do the chicken dance? No. Here's what. Here's what they got right though. His his best man and the maid of honor. You know what they did? What? They kept it quick on the speeches. That's good. Thirty job. forty seconds. Boom. Boom. Done. Was it funny? No, not really. They were. They, they, I, I don't. Well, were they reading from they prepared? Thirty forty seconds. Were they reading from prepared statements? I know one was. One was. I saw it. Okay. So have you been to Europe? Have you and your wife been to Europe? I've never been to Europe. All right, it's, it's beautiful. you got to travel, man. People need to travel more. People do. That's why I like watching Travel Channel, Science Channel. I like all that. See stuff. how the other half live. No, See I how think, the... well, this is it. You know my platform for a long time. I think everybody needs to travel so that you appreciate other cultures, other exactly. languages, other people. Because Americans, I hate to say it, Americans, I, I am one of them, but I've lived other places Y'all need to get some diversity going here with, with figuring out how other people live so that you can appreciate where you live. Exactly right. Because you so don't. So you can stop hating America. <laughs> the person who took my flag out of my planter on my sidewalk. Yeah, what a POS that is, yes. man. That's the kind of anti-American hatred we have in this country now. People see an American flag and they break it. It's if you crazy. don't like the American flag, get the hell out of our country then. Get the hell out of here. Well, it's not just You're that. You're that angry about America. If you hate the America's past, then don't be part of its future. Get the hell out of this country. That's well, all I'll say. I and this isn't a political statement. This is a statement of fact. Well, my, my, the, por the, the part that, that does go overseen here is that they took your property and destroyed it. Exactly. It's they not the same okay thing to on just Columbus destroy Day. property. But it, but not, they was, did the same thing on Columbus Day yeah. to the Italian-American Immigration Museum on East Pass Young Avenue. They Listen, I got, you don't like Columbus, fine. But when you start defacing people's property and destroying personal property, private property, you deserve to get your ass beaten down. And if I was there and saw this person doing it, and I saw the person that was ripping up my American flag on my sidewalk, I would curb stomp them. And I would take their corpse and I would drop it off in front of Jim Kenny's office in City Hall and tell him to stick it up his ass all the way down to 2 Street and all the way up to City Hall Tower on Billy Penn's hat, Jim Kenny. That's my political commentary for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Someone right on. Printed copies are available, and you can get your own personal copy at the Merkel Press. I was so wrapped just blog. up. Remember the, the Merkel Tony Press? <laughs> when uh, Meet the Press used to come on up there at the end, they would say, Copies available at the Merkel Press. I was so involved in your rant that I forgot to put up the little Bruno rant in progress sign. Oh, we have a rant in progress. I, I like do. breaking news. Yes, I'm just, I have, I have I'm a just fantastic I'm, rant in progress. I'm just sitting here trying to stretch because anytime you get mad, I got to get in a fight. <laughs> that's the big problem. Exactly. That's why Luigi's wearing his muscle shirt tonight. No, because it's freaking it's sunshine. It's 75,000 degree humidity outside in the middle of October. That's why. So no. if you want to come down here, I will bring my American flag. You come in here and then Luigi will flex. I will flex. Jack. And Doug, and we will absolutely take you outside. 
and beat you down right on Moya Mansing Avenue for everybody to see. But that's only if you that's only if you destroy people's property. Yeah, just exactly. like random people. If you want to come down here, if you want to come down here, you want to have a drink or whatever and relax. That's it's fine. You, know you want to have one of these beautiful sky right. blue sky drinks, the Tony Bruno blue skies. Right on the uh, yes. You sound like one of those pissed off Yankees fans from last no. night. That's what you sound like. By no. the way, in case you missed it last night, we have tape of the American League divisional series. Yankee Stadium and the Red Sox. I know a lot of people on staff and watch baseball. Even, even our baseball aficionado tonight, who's here in the house tonight. Who? Andrea. Andrea. Well, yeah. Andrea's well, the biggest got, baseball fan we know. Mention, baseball is a four-letter word to her right now. Just let it go. Let it breathe. The Phillies just ruined it for her at the end of the year. And right now, she's just trying to come down. She can get back up during the start of next season. But you're season. not watching any baseball now? Yeah. She doesn't yeah, really. No. That's right. Most of America isn't either, unfortunately. Right. And you know who isn't watching baseball anymore? Yankees fans. Let's go to the tape. Yankees lose. The Yankees lose. By the way, I'm not a Yankee hater. I don't care about the Yankees or the Red Sox. I just love that call. That was great. And John Starling's a buddy, so. But, you know, when, he, when the Yankees win, he does that famous call. Ball game over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. And then a lot of people have done the Yankees lose version of it. So we had to play that last night for all the people, you know, all fans are the same. I mean, you know, when their team loses, the officials stink, the umpire stinks, Angel Hernandez shouldn't be umpiring in the major leagues, which everybody can agree on. I think no matter, for the most where, part, yeah. no for matter the most where you are and which team you root for, right? Because he's really a bad on. There's some bad on. And, and people rip NFL officials every week. And, you know, it's not the officials in the NFL. It's the stupid rules in the NFL yes. that have hurt the game. Yes. Well, the one, th- the one thing I don't agree with, and it's kind of funny, is that like on a, uh, you know, the quote-unquote, the bang-bang play, yeah. like where you see like the helmet-to-helmet contact, and everyone at home right away says, oh, that's not a helmet-to-helmet, it's not a helmet-to-helmet. It's like, you didn't see, you, were, you weren't even there to see it, right? Like, let's wait for the replay to happen. But these referees, they're just trained to call it. And I don't think it's going to stay that way for the next, like, next year. I think they're going to start dulling it down a But you bit. notice, though, in preseason, there were a lot of those guys lowering their head penalties yeah. called. But you see, once the season started, guys are more aware of it. The rule that's the most ridiculous, it used to be the is it a catch or not a catch rule. I, that's the most incredible. But I, they fixed that for the most part. They actually got that to the point now where you don't have to worry about a guy all the way through. There was a call in the, in, in the game with, I think, Stefan Diggs when they said he didn't have it all the way through yes. completion on the... And that was close because he has to make two moves. But at least it's more easy to interpret now whether it's a catch than it was. Nobody knew what a catch was the last couple of years, right, Doug? Now all of a sudden it's the, oh, did he go low? Did he, did he, did he pile on the quarterback? Did he put his body yeah, weight on the guy? It's the roughing the, the passer. The roughing the passer call now is the most ridiculous, non-interpret. I mean, the, interpret- the referees who are working for the networks who are there to explain the calls are getting it wrong. They get to see it multiple times, and then they say, "Yeah, that's not that's not going to be a, that's not going to be the call." And then they come back and watch it on replay and say, "Oh no, that was the call." So even the officials who just retired, who are now working on Fox on NBC, all the networks, Terry McCauley and these guys, do we really need those guys? I mean, they're kind of a waste of time on no, TV if you not. don't ask. Yeah, they are. How are they wasting time? Because they go, well, let's take up Terry. Terry, what do you think? Was it a catch? Well, you see, Jim, I think it was a catch because it looks like he carried it all the way through, and he had his hand underneath. We, we could all see that. We all no, know. No, but then the official comes we back. We all know. We're giving him $100,000 a year for what? But then the guy comes back. The official on the field says and, and, and disagrees with the guy in the booth who was just a referee last year. Right, That's the point. It goes to show you they don't know anything. No, the point is the referees who are working don't know what the rules are. They know what the rules are, but the interpretations are different. 
That's why, and then the fans get angry. People get angry. Old-time players get angry. They watch this stuff. I get you want to, I know player safety is important. That's number one. Does that make you angry when you see these, these roughing the passer calls now routinely? It's what, a joke. It is a joke. Because nobody knows what roughing the passer is anymore. You know what else is a joke? Wearing jorts. October 10th. Wait, <laughs> we still a pair of tank tops. We a pair of jorts, though, and man. And sandals. I think you guys need to take this outside. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. Cash him outside right, Cash right now. Cash him outside. How about that? How about that? <laughs> Let me give out the phone number, by the way. We got people holding to. Oh, we, we have do. people on the phone? We do have a couple of people. Jack, we, we have phones anyway. on the line? Oh, let's go to the official archivist. But before you do, give out the phone number again, just so that... 619-924-9878 is the number to no, call. No, it's 9874 if you want to call 9874, I'm sorry. We should call 9924-9878. Eagles and Giants on Thursday Night Football. We'll talk about that. And Sean McDermott with one of the worst denials of Shady McCoy rumors ever today. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch that when they were asking him? Uh, no, 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 we're not, we're not chopping Shady around. <laughs> no, he didn't even say that. Know, he just pretty much had the most nondescript. And the fact that he said, I haven't talked to him about it. He hasn't talked to the player about all the rumors that are spreading around that you're trying to tra trade the player. Well, and then Shady going on social media saying, you know, I should have never been traded. Well, yeah, he says, I there. never should have gotten traded. I was killing it. Oh, yeah, you have I was killing it. stuff. Yeah, I was killing stuff. What stuff was he killing? Waitresses, waitresses tips. Waitresses nights. <laughs> waitresses he was tips. killing waitresses nights by stiffing them on yeah, tips. Yeah. Local, local bar revenue, that's what it was. <laughs> I heard about it when he was asked about the trade rumors. I'll let that stuff work its way out. We'll see what happens. Now, I know there's a lot of people that say, come back. A lot of people say, no, we don't want you. You're a Careless. bad guy, whatever. We'll see what happens. But the Eagles obviously are in a situation now where Jay Ajay is out for the year. And I, I know uh, Wendell Smallwood... To his credit, has done a good job. If only he could block when he's the only guy in the backfield and somebody's coming clean up the middle of the offensive line and hits Carson Wentz without somebody. So, you know, Le'Veon Bell's a good blocker. That's why a lot of people talk with Le'Veon Bell. Because he's a great blocking back. He's a great block. He can do it all. He can do it all. And that's why, to me, he's the best option. But bringing Shady McCoy back, I don't know. 30 they years bring him back. Will I go crazy? No. He's 30 years old. He doesn't help you for the future. He's not a long-term fit. This is right, a team here's that just won a if Super Bowl. If you trade for a back, you got to trade picks, right? So think of it this way. You're not going to give up a third and second and third, whatever the nonsense Hell no. Rumor Hell was. no. Because next year, you have to draft a running back, right? Yep. And you're going to use a second or a third round pick on him. But if you were able to get a Le'Veon Bell and know that you're going to sign him to an extension, he's absolutely worth a second or third round pick. You're not going to find Le'Veon Bell in the second or exactly, third round. Exactly, exactly. Same thing with like a... Uh, you know, a David Johnson, or if you even wanted to do a second-round pick or a third-round pick for a Jordan Howard, that kind of a type, type of a player, he fills a need long-term. Yeah. Sean McCoy, you're not going to give up a third-round pick where you would use that to draft a running back anyway for a guy who's not going to be here in a year. No, that's true, but this you know is I mean? a team that won. Now, do they look like a team that won a no. Super Bowl? No, no, they don't. They have a lot of problems. But it's, but it's early in the year, and again, I, do I think they're going to go run the table? I don't know. They Their don't offensive have to. line's a mess. Their defensive line's a mess. Their secondary's a mess. They're not in sync with anything, so right now they look terrible. But the people saying, and you know I'm a big Nick, Nick Foles guy, put Nick Foles in there. That's, in, that's insane. With that offensive line and Nick Foles having zero mobility, right. he'd be sacked 20 times a game with the way they're playing right now. You might as well put Stephen Hawking back there. Oh. Are you kidding me? Oh. Come on, Seriously. Man. But seriously. But that's the best part. He's these dead. Are, these are all the people. He's dead. Yeah, Foles. He's now, dead. Now, all of a sudden you want to... Now, all of a sudden you want to put... Well, he is mobile. All of a sudden you want to put... You want to take Carson Wentz out. 
You want to take Carson Wentz out to put Nick Foles in, a, a guy who can't move for a guy who needs to be able to move behind this offensive line. Well, one thing we have learned with Carson Wentz in three games, he's, he's, he's 100% healthy. He's 100% healthy. At least at this hour he yeah. is. With the hits that he's taken and the fact that he's been, had to run around for his life the last three weeks, that's the good news is Carson Wentz is definitely back from the ACL tear. Let's go to the phones now. Go to, uh, let's go to Jim from Shelton. Let's go from Jim from Cheltenham, who last week dazzled us with more great audio from the archives. He wants to talk about Tommy McDonald. The great Tommy, the late great Tommy McDonald. Late great yes. Tommy McDonald, yes. Jim, how are you tonight, man? How you doing, Tony? Good. I just got ejected we from watching the NBA pre uh, Yankees fans for the 2018 season. Are you a Yankee fan? No, I'm going to thank all the fans for the 2018 season. I'm missing what you're saying. He wants to thank all the oh, fans yeah, for we'll the 2018 thank, season. We'll thank the New York Yankee fans. We'll thank the Cleveland Indian fans for the second straight year. Uh, we'll thank, we thanked the Cubs fans before. Yep. Who else have we missed? But we we, know, we said thank the Yankees fans first. Come on, Doug. We started with the Yankees. They lost last night. Well, thank the Braves fans for participating. And uh, how about the Milwaukee Brewers, though? You got to give them a little love, man. They look good. Yeah. This will, this will be one of your better league championship series coming up pretty soon. And the Dodgers, who have been cheating, according to a new investigation into the baseball uh, world of uh, players from other countries. How have they been cheating? Supposedly, they're, they're, they're bringing players in, like trafficking in players from foreign oh, countries. Oh, I, I, yeah, I heard about that. And Robin was telling me about that, too, is that they're, they're using, uh, like, human trafficker to bring in, traffickers to bring in these these players from like third world countries right but, but again a lot of these guys are refugees they escape from these countries that come yep. here so now well, that's back in the day remember cubans used to come here teofilo stevenson the great heavyweight boxer defected and came here right but now they're not having to like they're, they're actually using these traffickers to get these players here exactly and, and that's, that's kind of crazy man yeah and they and they have they, there's a grading system right have you heard about this is there an app for that like an uber or something like that like we'll pick them up on like the peninsula and then no no we don't do that well sports illustrated has the whole story and it's long and it's detailed there's a lot of information so if you're interested in it and i think it's something that is very interesting interesting. you should you should read the sports illustrated yeah they grade the scouts or these people who work for the dodgers overseas and obviously the you know the foreign the players from latin american countries are the best players in baseball now for the, for the yeah what well, does a, a huge influence well, of I course mean, without a doubt i mean baseball but, wouldn't be but what it is but they're grading them based upon uh how safe they are and if they've committed any crimes and i mean it's so would have like an uga thorpina coming over again like one of those kind of deals yes right it's very convoluted and interesting so you think that like mind. so so like the dodgers are basically like they're scouting these guys and then they're going to these traffickers and they're saying hey they're giving them the money to, to get them here, almost you know using what? them. I haven't as, read the I whole story, so I don't want to comment. I don't want to comment until I just don't I understand. That's, that's really crazy. Com- because a, it's very complicated, and they're it's they, a legit investigation. Though this isn't yeah. some fake news story. No, this is this is really going on. It's, and, it's through the Department of Justice, and it's about false paperwork and and human trafficking and 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 supporting the human trafficking trade. That's because crazy. They're using human traffickers to bring in baseball players, but those same human traffickers are trafficking in other things. So do you really want to be supporting that? I mean, there's like all sorts of things involved. So, Jim, you got anything else going on tonight now that the Yankees have been eliminated and America's a safer place tonight? While you were away the three and a half months, um, we lost the great Tommy McDonald. Yes. Hall of Fame player. Great player in Eagles history. I remember when we were kids, we used to play on Broad Street because we didn't have any grass field, so we'd play, we'd, we'd play football, two-hand touch, in the parking lot across from the Baldy Funeral Home at Broad and Reed. 
And okay. there's a big parking lot on the other side of the mm-hmm. street on Broad Street. That's where they have the big mural of all Frankie Avalon and all those Italian South Philly guys. We used to play there. And when we were kids, remember Sonny Jurgensen not only played for Washington, but he played for the Eagles. And we used to do our thing like, Jurgensen to McDonald, you know, and somebody would play the quarterback and be Tommy, uh, Sonny Jurgensen and I because I had great hands and great speed for a white guy. Like most white wide receivers, hands, I was tall, lean. Sky drops everything lank. in the house. Now I do, but not when I was a kid. I had great hands. I had soft hands. I had better hands than, than, than the Thielen kid with the Vikings. Really? Yeah. Okay. I believe it. No, I had great well, soft hands, and I would play Tommy McDonald game. in the end zone. Van Brocklin. Norm Van Brocklin. You do have Sonny soft Jerg- hands. I do have soft hands. <laughs> and I'm a working man. This isn't, by the way, my soft hands <laughs> are not the hands of like most guys who work in offices and haven't picked up a hammer in their life. I've got deep calluses here, all right? You do. I got, I'm a working man. I don't have those soft hands of guys like it's, who you moisturize. Have, you have soft hands in a blue-collar worker kind of soft hands way. Exactly right. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jim. Go ahead, man. Oh, hold on. I was pulling something up. The championship game. Um, Van Brocklin to McDonald. Yeah, but Jurgensen to McDonald also was a thing. That was like, yeah, we took over in 61. Exactly, but uh, in my era, I mean, I, 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 you know, we always did it. We used to, I always pretend I'd be Harold Carmichael at times, even though, you know, I was tall, but I wasn't black. Did you go blackface? No, I didn't go okay, blackface. Come on, man. What's the matter with you? That but is how, frowned upon, uh, unless you're uh, as far as a pizza in the Netherlands. Well, then exactly. people are not going to like my <laughs> Halloween costume. Uh, well, Tony, here's the clip from the great Bill Campbell. Oh, let's go to the great, late, great Bill Campbell doing some Eagles football play-by-play back in the day. First and ten at the Packer 35. McDonald goes wide to the right. Everybody else stays orthodox. First and ten on Green Bay's 35. Here's Van Brocklin back to throw. He is looking. He tries to go long. He throws it. He's got a man open. It is McDonald. Touchdown. They predicted before the game started. The big bomb can often overcome a lot of ball control, and Van Brocklin threw the home run. 35 yards, McDonald running a deep sideline pattern. Ran by Hank Preminger and makes a catch at the five and slides into the end zone. It's tied, 6-6. Boston has a chance now to untie it, midway through the second quarter. Jurgensen to hold, Boston to attempt the conversion. Bednarik snapping, here's the point. It is up, it is good. See who snapped the ball? Chuck Bednarik. Con- there you go, Tony. How about Concrete Charlie, the two-way player, snapping the ball on the extra point in that play? Great stuff. Bill Campbell, one of the all-time greats. He also the guy who did the Wilt Chamberlain 100-point game at oh, Hershey one of, Park. One of the same. Okay. Nice. The same. The legendary Bill Campbell, one of the greatest play-by-play voices and sportscasters in this city's history. Remarkable guy. And Tommy McDonald. He's lucky McDonald. to do all the teams. He's a the- the Phillies, the Eagles, the Philadelphia Warriors, the 76ers. He did everything. He did everything, Bill Campbell. And, in, and a great human being, too. You know, and speaking of great human beings, we don't just say this when people pass, but Tommy McDonald was not just a great Hall of Fame player. He was a great human being, too. And, and throughout, of his, throughout his life, anybody who ever met him and talked to him, and I've interviewed him many times, I was lucky enough to be around him, just one of the great, great guys that you'll ever meet in sports. And where, where did, 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 now, did he stay in Philadelphia after he was done? Did he oh, live yeah, in the area? absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I don't know if he's one of those guys that moved away also. And no, I mean, a lot of back. those guys. Look, Dick Vermeil settled down here. Yeah, he did. Up in Chester County. 
And the guy has property in, in the wine country, for no, God's sake. Talk, we, have to, we have to talk to him soon. We haven't talked to him in a while. We, it's, it's, been, it's been about a year since we talked to Dick Vermeule. Well, if the Eagles keep going the way they are, they'll be... With Nick Vermeil should be back coaching the Eagles yeah, now. Exactly. Let's bring him back, Doug well, Peterson. The only, man, the only so we, what if he won a Super Bowl less than a year ago? Yeah. It's time to make a change because Doug Peterson has really done a bad job the last couple no, of years. I actually think the reason why we need him back is some of that ancient vines in he's been stored over there. It's probably ready to start getting topped off. It's probably ready to start popping you some You know there are fans that. already already upset at Doug Peterson in this I town? Know. Well, and I was wondering, because I haven't seen a C Eagles Super Bowl win in my life. I saw the 60 championship game, and I was saw a little one. kid. You saw it recently. That was a 60 championship. And I was a little kid. But I, too, was wondering when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, how long, how long of a grace period <laughs> this team would get from ridicule, scorn, outrage, and all the other things that fans do when they see something go wrong and think that, oh, my God, this team sucks. I think that if there was booing in one of the preseason yeah. games. The second the confetti fell, I was like, Doug is on the hot seat as of right now. While we were in Minnesota. If there had been no break and they had gone right back into playing immediately after the Super Bowl. No, only the NBA does that. Yeah. But and if hockey. They had, yeah, yeah. If they had, hockey. they would have the, And soccer. And they soccer played. never has an offseason. You notice the MLS? They play like year round. Yep. Do they have an offseason? Does no. the union have an offseason? No, I don't think so. By the way, I just need to give uh, some social media updates. Joel Lahif says, Tony, your tweet to Barstool Sports a few days ago about Brady was hilarious. Yeah, and it wasn't that? personal. So the, you know, the, the Barstool Sports guys were obviously geniuses. I mean, they, they found this, uh, uh, a formula that worked and exploded, and it's one of the most successful sites on Twitter. I mean, you know, because those guys are they're regular guys. That yes. They, that's why it's eh, called Barstool. That's the Neanderthal thing, but whatever. No, but that's that's, Tom, that's the regular bit, guy, Luigi. You, you're <laughs> not the regular. You you, you, put, you put, pretend to be the regular guy, or are you a regular guy? I'm me, man. Are you a regular <laughs> guy, or are you an elite elite schmuck? I'm not an elite schmuck. I just okay. have substance. That's all. I'm not an elite schmuck either. Well, I'm a Tony, regular have guy. Have a great week this week. What's that? Tony, have a great week this week. Oh, thank you very much. Well, hold yeah. on, but before Jim, Jim, before you go now, be, don't on, Jim, Jim, don't leave yet. Jim, since the Phillies are out of it, since your your team is out now, do you have any root interest at all? Do you, do you have anybody you want to see win this thing? Well, I, like, I think I think it'll be Houston. Houston's going to win again. Houston's going to repeat it. Now, is that someone you're pulling for? Houston, I think Houston and the Brewers in the World Series. Houston and the Brewers in the World Series. It used to be an America. It used to be a National League rivalry, but now speaking no of more. series, <laughs> um, Sam the Outlier asks thoughts on the Astros Red Sox series. Hey, the, you know everybody. People keep overlooking the Astros. They won last year. They're a great team. Even he, the Cleveland Indian players were saying that. They're like jealous of the of the Houston Astros well, because the Houston Astros went for it, and the Indians, who were a great team as well, the last two years have fizzled out. Yes, remember Sam the Cleveland says, Indians three years ago. He says that the Astros are on fire, and he has them in five or six to win the World Series. Yeah, I wouldn't surprise no, me. Red Sox best team in baseball going into this, going into the into this, into the into postseason play. I mean, it looked like they couldn't they could never be beat, but the Yankees pushed them all the way to the brink. So, I don't know. I mean, well, remember, remember the first game when uh, what's his face started and couldn't get anybody out, it seemed. Right. Chris Sale. No, no, Chris Sale. Um, the guy who's been in Tampa now, the guy who has the worst. Price. Yeah, David Price. David Price, right. David Price is now like the worst postseason pitcher in history. I mean, you know when David Price is going out there, all the Red Sox fans are like afraid to put him out on the mound as a starter. He's like 0 for 10. His teams are 0 and 10. When he starts a playoff game, that's horrible. It is, and he didn't even get out of the second inning in his start against the Yankees, and the Red Sox came back because, you know, 
Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton, Stanton were celebrating before it was over. You don't celebrate. Even Mark Teixeira said that the Yankees awoken the sleeping giant by going crazy when they won that game the other night. You don't and do that. Remember in Boston? Yep. They won that game, and they were, like, jumping up and down. And you see what the Red Sox did when they won and eliminated the Yankees at Yankee Stadium, what they played in their clubhouse? Sinatra's yeah. New York, New York. Yeah. That's how, you, that's how you do it right there. <laughs> exactly how you do it right there. And again, I'm not a Red... But back to the, the, to the uh, comment that I made on Twitter. And, you know, it's not my... I don't rip people on Twitter. I have fun for the most part. Every once in a while, I'll get a little zinger in. <laughs> but it's never mean-spirited. Ah, uh, it really isn't. I don't no. call people names. I don't call it's, people names. You're right. It's I don't well, uh, political stuff. If people people accuse me of being political. I, I poke fun at people. Y like when Hillary not, Clinton or Donald Trump do something stupid, I rip them both. Yeah, you rip everybody. Equally. I rip everybody on Twitter, and, but it's not ripping. It's not like you're a piece of garbage, and you. I don't do that stuff. No. The only time I ever go after somebody hard is when they make it a personal attack on me or call me a vile name, and then I go crazy. No, I actually I think <laughs> and then I go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the only time that I really remember you going completely batshit crazy was, is was when Dean somebody, and, was, was Dean called well, me when I was doing national that radio. That goes without saying. But that was just a stupid no, sports argument. No, but when somebody argument. went after me and my daughter Kimberlyn, exactly, you, you did lose it. Exactly, because that's you know Twitter is a vast wasteland of, of idiocy. Yeah, it is. And everybody can go on there and all these fake people with fake names. They don't even put their names on their accounts, and then they come at me with nonsense. And I'm like, dude, your name is like Yawn Cow. All right, I'm supposed to listen to a guy, Yawn Dog. Some douche named Yawn Dog as his Twitter account. With like 70 followers is coming at me today on Twitter trying me to get me to rip Donald Trump Jr. because of this stupid Michael Avenatti challenging Donald Trump Jr. to an MMA fight. The Michael Avenatti, the porn lawyer, or somebody calls him the, the creepy, creepy porn, porn lawyer. lawyer. I don't even call him the creepy porn lawyer. So he's challenging Donald Trump Jr. for charity. And so... I don't care about Donald Trump Jr. He's a, he's a putz. He's another smarmy, rich guy. So he wanted me, he wanted to know why I was defending. I said, I'm not defending Donald Trump Jr. Michael Avenetti just trotted out a woman who claimed that she was gang raped in the Kavanaugh thing. Michael Avenetti should be hiding somewhere. He should be hiding his head in shame. Not he should coming be disbarred, out. actually. He should be disbarred. But that doesn't stop anybody from being a douchebag. A lot of people get disbarred and go on and have careers. But the fact that this guy... Instead of like hiding in the in the sand, hiding his head in the sand after he just disgraced himself, where even the Democrats, who he wants to be the leader of and run for president, I don't care what he does. I don't really care what he does. But when you disgrace yourself and then you're talking smack and criticizing everybody else and challenging Donald Trump Jr. to an MMA fight, and Donald Trump Jr. didn't even respond. So because I didn't say, I, I said I don't really care about Donald Trump Jr., the Bush twins. Uh, Chelsea, I don't, Chelsea Clinton, I don't care about any president's kids. I don't care about any politician's kids. I don't care about any politician. They're all dirtbags. But when you come at me and tell me, oh, I, now I know who you are. You're afraid to criticize Donald Trump Jr., but you're going to criticize Michael Avenatti because he's beyond reproach. This guy should not be allowed in public. If I did what he did, I would literally delete my Twitter account, and, and go away. But this guy's, got, this guy's got balls of steel. But he's an absolute slut. He's the reason people hate lawyers. If you want to know why people hate lawyers, now if you have a Why I Hate Lawyers book, his picture should be on the cover. 
He represents all that's bad and why people despise lawyers. And most people who despise lawyers know one thing. You only like lawyers when you need one. Most of the other time, you don't even want to know a lawyer or pay attention to a lawyer. Am I right? Am I right, Luigi? You are right about that, boss. Damn right. It is the worst profession on earth. I believe that prostitutes have more character That's just the oldest profession than lawyers. On That's all that is, is the oldest profession on earth. Exactly. They might not have more character, but they definitely have more self-respect. Exactly. I'll give them that. Because lawyers are the only people on earth who have to defend people that they know are guilty. The difference Imagine that. The difference Imagine <laughs> in your life when you have to go out and defend somebody that you know is stone-cold guilty. The difference between a prostitute and a lawyer, the lawyer chases the ambulance. The prostitute waits for the ambulance. You're damn right. <laughs> That's the difference right there. <laughs> anyway, enough about lawyers and politics. But, but anyway, so, so Barstool, getting back to that story, I don't know how we get on all these hiring. That's because you got all this sky energy in you. You're all amped you're up. Right. That's what it is, I'm Tony. not that amped up. All right. This is good stuff. By the way, I'm, I'm just having my new one, too. Did you, I'm still on the first one, so I'm not slamming these. No, this is my first one tonight. Good, because you guys get to clean all this up with all this fresh energy you guys got from Sky Energy. I'll be cleaning it up. You think I just walk out of here and, and big-time people? No. Do you see me wrapping cables at the end of the shows? I actually prefer that you didn't, because sometimes you make a mess. Now, get back to the goddamn I tweet. make a mess? Sometimes, yes. Anyway, so the other night, when the Yankees and Red Sox were playing... Oh, no, you know what it was? It's when Drew Brees... <laughs> Robin, we can all hear that. When Drew Brees broke the record the other night, everybody's watching that game, right? The Sunday Absolutely. night game? Oh, I was. Monday night game? We were watching together. Yeah. Drew Brees mm -hmm. breaks the record. They stop the game. You know, he goes out. His wife and his kids are there. You know, the, how can you not like Drew Brees? I don't care what, who you are a fan of. Drew Brees is one of those guys Good old that's Christian impossible boy, to dislike. There's absolutely nothing you can say about Drew Brees that, would, that, that anybody would think that you weren't an idiot if you were criticizing this guy. He's like the perfect human being, right? And there are very few people you can say that about. So they showed clips of what one man was crying. Remember you see all the clip of the guy who was crying and you saw tears yeah, in his eyes? Yeah, that's a bit much. That's, not a, that's a bit much a to you? It's a tad much. Do you know what Drew Brees means to the city of New Orleans? I understand. You have no idea what he means to the I, city I understand of New Orleans. what it means. To so then you're like those jackasses at Barstool Sports then, right? No, I'm just, I'm just saying that I just don't understand crying over another man's accomplishments. You're not crying over his accomplishments. You're crying that you had this guy in your city for 12 years after the, the hurricane that devastated the arena, the stadium, the city. Yes. And this guy was there through the whole thing, won you a Super Bowl, and represents that city better than any politician, any other human being in the city of New Orleans. Look, and there's a lot of great human beings there. Drew Brees has done more for the state of, New, for the state of Louisiana and New Orleans than Jackie Moon ever did for the city of Flint, Michigan. All right? So I'm just saying... That you mean a fictional character? Yes, yeah. exactly. What I'm saying is that was. Remember, we were talking about that. We were talking about this at the house. We're saying that how great it was that you know that the city gets devastated by Katrina, and then Drew Brees comes in. They don't. They, you know, they're playing. They're playing. Uh, you know, games away, and then the next year they come back. A Superdome reopens, and they win the Super Bowl, and they, they it, everything is is fantastic. And he's brought nothing but joy and happiness to the so city. So, but you're so when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, you were there in Minnesota. Were there not people crying in the yes, bar? Yes, we cried, but I didn't. People cry. were crying in the bar when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. I cried Bowl. too, but I'm saying is so those, you cried, and that's okay. That man, but a guy in New Orleans who's crying when Drew Brees breaks the all-time record is bad. I didn't say it was bad. I'm just saying it was a little much just for that. I don't know, just for that one. It. It, Robin? It wasn't like they won a Super Bowl. It was an individual achievement. I don't have the It was an individual achievement. He needs a bump, bumpy bump No, it was an individual achievement. That's all. 
It it's wasn't a big just an freaking, as, as our former vice president said, it's a big effing deal, man. I just think it was a little much for so the individual So you, you agree with the Barstool Sports yinces? No, I didn't, I, didn't say, I didn't say it was much. I didn't, I didn't clown a guy. I was like, oh, you know what? I mean, listen. I so mean, so they made fun of him on Twitter, right? Barstool Sports. And that's fine. They can do it. This is all fun and games because nobody got hurt here. So I wrote in a follow-up when they were criticizing the guy with the tears in his eyes. I said, and these guys are all sitting around wearing Red Sox and Yankee jerseys, right? Of course. And they're all Patriot fans. And I said, says the guys who masturbate just at the mention of Tom Brady's name. These guys are insulting a guy for crying at true. one of the greatest achievements in NFL history. But when somebody mentions Tom Brady's name, they go and get the lotion and rub one out. See, but that's as the a thing. Group. Like I was as I, a group, they do a group. They do a circle jerk when Tom Brady's Tony, name is don't mentioned. Forget, don't forget oh, the fact. And I love Tom Brady. By listen, I, listen I, I did. I did. I shed a tear when Eagles won the Super Bowl. Yes, I was happy because the team that's never won anything that I've been growing up and cheering for my entire life. Finally won as a team. They won a Super Bowl. Plus, I had a thousand money lines straight on. You know, too. So that well, kind of helps too. Sure. But the other thing is, is that <laughs> I don't go crazy when it. Like, I'm not gonna. It's not like Drew Brees is retiring. Like, I get it, but like some people are just so over the top with like. Crying. How is it over the top to shed a tear? I, he, he, he How was that over shedding the top? a tear? Yes, he, he was. was he was laid over, going, "Oh my god!" No, he wasn't. Oh my god! God, I can't believe you did it. I got nothing going on in my own freaking life. I got to cheer for another man's accomplishments. Oh, oh, oh it's oh, all it is, man. These people have no substance. Luigi, Luigi, Which you don't even get so wait a minute. it. Fantasy football players have substance. Oh. No, fantasy geeks are no. people of substance. Because there's money on the line. That's why you ridiculous. Cry. I'm just saying that I think some of the some people have gone a little too overboard with their love and infatuation of players. I really do. Look at some. If you badmouth Carson Wentz in this town on social media, people will come at you with freaking pitchforks. You can't go after Christ. You can't do that. You can't talk bad about any player. He's one of us. He's one of this. He's one of that. They don't know you. You're not friends. You're not family. They're why do you, players. They're why football do you even, players. Why, Who gives a shit? Why do you Seriously. Even, why do you even watch sports? Yes. Why do you even watch sports? Because or, or, I'm watching the team. I don't stop care. Yelling. So basically to you, as a fantasy football guy, these, these players are pieces of meat to They're you. commodities. They're pieces of yes. meat to you. That's all yes. they are. They're com- I don't get emotionally attached to a freaking football player. Yes, you do. No, I you don't. You get attached to players I've never even heard of. You're going crazy. Because I'm a real guy. fan. I know everybody. Oh, that's yeah. why. You're going crazy over some third-string tight end who'll get you a couple of fantasy points. But that's not going overboard. Goddamn right that I am. Third-string tight end who no one's ever heard of, including his immediate family, and you go crazy <laughs> like you just ejaculated because you got a couple of fantasy points. But Drew Brees, one of the greatest players in NFL history, makes history on national television and fans in his own city that embrace him, and he means more than just fantasy points or winning football games. What are you talking about? On that touchdown wait, wait, pass, I, I won the league that night. I have about? two. John Sweet, 1978, <laughs> and two pimp. Two pimpata. Boy, Robin, both. you are so white. I know. <laughs> I know, really, seriously. <laughs> you are Two white. Two pimp Adam. Both said Pimping ain't easy, by the way, Robin. Luigi is wearing a sleeveless shirt north of 30. His opinion doesn't matter. Oh. <laughs> I'm wearing a sleeveless shirt north of 30 because I can wear a sleeveless shirt north of 30. That's why. Don't hate. Pick up weights. <laughs> Luigi's Rant, it's brought to you by Haynes Tank Tops. 
It's actually a Jordan tank. Yeah. You, oh, it's even worse. It is, it, Michael, it wait, do you cry when you put your Michael Jordan you know, sneakers you know, you on? You three hundred dollars Jordan. You don't talk shit about people in tank tops. People who shouldn't wear tank tops. That's who. Does. I wear tank tops. I got the gun show going for an old dude. You do, you do. But the only time you wear tank tops though is like when you're on the boat. Yeah, when you're supposed to. No, when you're sitting. I'm just in saying a bar the love of October the love affair with players is a little much, man. That's all. No, it's not. I'm not calling. Any, I don't. I don't call anyone dad except my own father. Well, that's. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Drew Brees. Ah, Joe Steiber. I stand with Luigi. How about that? Who is this that said that? Joe Steiber checks in. He goes, "I stand with Luigi." Have a seat, by the way. <laughs> Listen, I don't care how you feel. It's just, but to, to criticize a person who's emotional. Anthony Greco says the rant is legendary, and to think it all started simply by talking about how great of a guy Drew Brees is. <laughs> no, he is though. He's a fantastic guy, he really, and it, it was nice for the whole ceremony kind of thing, but just. It's a little, just you know what my favorite Drew Brees moment was when he was on Oprah? Do we have oh, the tape God, from Oprah? That was so no, I don't have it. Yes, you do. Oh, what, the wow, wow, wow? Yes. Oh, I got that. You Oprah, remember, so when Drew Brees won the Super Bowl, he was on Oprah's yep. show. And, of course, and he, he has the thing on his Well, it's mall. been removed now. Right, but he had it at the time. But he had it at the time. The he had the birthmark on the side well, it was of his a mole. face. It was a mole, um, but he'd had it there since birth, and it had grown. And so he goes on the show, yeah. and obviously... Oprah wouldn't know Drew Brees from... Uh, a Plymouth Brees. From... Uh, from Trying to think, the breeze fabric softener. Right. I said a Plymouth breeze. What kind of breeze? A Plymouth breeze. A Plymouth breeze. Right. That's good. That's good. Uh, Plymouth knowledge. Plymouth, uh, not Plymouth. That's. Uh, I learned Chrysler. to drive. I learned to drive Plymouth. in a Plymouth. Jeep. Chrysler, Chrysler Plymouth. Plymouth Dodge. Yes. Yes. Right. Okay. Lee Iacocca would be proud of you right now. <laughs> I appreciate that. But um, I'm proud of him. But so so Drew Brees goes on, and Oprah's staff obviously didn't prep her about Drew Brees' background or what's going on. So she has him on, and he's really nice, and Oprah's great. And then she, then she gave the audience a bunch of free shit, and they went crazy because they don't care about Drew but Brees either. But when Drew came so out... So when Drew comes out, she sees the thing on his face, and she goes over, and she tries to wipe it off. Yeah, she says something, thinking, oh, hold on a second, you have something, and, and then she got all embarrassed, yeah. She, and she goes, and she tried to wipe the, yep. uh, the, the birthmark off his face, and then when she found out that if she was wrong, she uttered this famous uh, comment, this is, this is that same show, this is where this came from. Seriously, that's Oprah the day that Drew Brees was on. Yep. I think my, my exacerbation of my rant was basically just the, the entire, the, the fanboy culture that's taken over sports. That's the last not a fanboy culture. No, it, it's, it's, but it, the problem is, is it's soured it for me. That's what it is. How is it souring? For it's it's, it's the reason sports, people it watch sports. No, but there's a, it's the reason there's gotta people be a attached. balance, man. It's when when any when a sports city wins a championship. Robin, it's not just about a sports. I've done a lot of reading about a word called obsession in the past several months, there and there's got to be a healthy balance Look, in life. There is a difference between an obsession between saying I'm going to do everything, say everything, wear everything that this particular sports star is doing, wearing, saying, or being emotional because you followed somebody their entire career and they finally reach a milepoint. But it's not even about point. one person. I follow people it's their about, entire career. I don't it's, just look at this city. Look at any. Look at the Cubs when they finally won. Look at the Red Sox when they finally won. When they, they, the team yes. wins. Great. I'm crying. I'm happy. I'm absolutely. But just to stop and weep for 20 minutes because Drew Who Brees stopped and wept for that 20 guy minutes. Did. How do you know it was 20 minutes? They showed him for five seconds as a cutaway. He was crying the entire time. Ridiculous. All man. I'm saying is, I, I'm, I'm, like I said, I love my sports teams, but I'm not going home. I'm not going home and sleeping in eagle sheets. 
Right. Like some grown there men are, are doing so what? Out there. Let them do it. I don't care. Why and do you care? And I'm I'm with Luigi on this one though. I mean, like you, there is obsession. Oh, of course there obsession. is. But this but the, the do, group this, thing is not an obsession. I agree. I think that now it could be, it very well could have been. We don't know. But I'm giving the guy the benefit of the doubt because this is a long time coming. This is a big deal because there's only been three other guys who have gotten to this point. Yeah, so, it's and the, the all-time record. Yes. It's not some stupid single-season record. It's not some... The people in this town get obsessed about Ben Simmons winning Rookie of the Year in his second season after he sat out the first year. I got mad that Dario Sarge didn't get it. Yeah, so, I mean, listen, people get excited about a lot of things. I don't... But to be... To be emotional and to criticize somebody being emotional. No, I'm not saying it like that. I'm just, it's just, it's a the fanboy thing. It's just, it's I'm, not a fanboy thing. It's just a little personal for me. All J, right, I'm sorry. J33 three, crying over Nick's draft picks like that snot nosed kid. That is over, overwhelming and over, that's just stupid. You I'm mean like the trust the process guys that go yes. there and then sit around yes. and go crazy when a draft pick that is and real, and real quick, Tom, because I know we have, we have we have a lot more to get to. And but Robin was saying there's only three guys that are you know that have gotten to that that elk of you know the passing yards of the ilk. I'm sorry that uh, Drew Brees is at. The funny thing is that Rogers is only at about forty two thousand yards, right? Actually, right. he's at 42,000 yards, and he's been in the league for thirteen years. The closest active player that's actually going to catch him now, Philip Rivers. Uh, ben Roethlisberger and Eli Manning all have 50-plus thousand yards. But they're not going to play enough seasons to catch Drew no, Brees. No. Drew, Brees is probably gonna play, Drew Brees is more than likely going to hit over 80,000 yards. Nobody the, will ever break that record. The only guy who's got a chance, who's actively playing right now, has been in the league for 10 years, and it's Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's halfway to Drew Brees right now and has played half as long. So the only active quarterback in the NFL today who can catch Drew Brees in the next 10, 15 years has a chance is Matt Ryan. That's it. Right. And he's, he's got to play only one. He's got to play all. He's got to play that. And long. he's got to play another ten but years. But the fortunate thing for for Matt Ryan is that we now are in a pass happy league. So guys are going to throw a lot of passes. I mean, everybody's doing that now. You know, people like, are running, getting away from running games. Look at Matt Ryan's throwing the ball a ton. Andrew Luck. They're trying not to make him throw the ball a ton. Well, the other thing that teams are doing a lot more now, too, is they're using a the two-back set because a lot of the running backs are both versatile in the fact they're, both, they're, they're pass catching. So you're seeing a lot more backs catching passes. Exactly. Remember before, be... for a while, I'm sorry, Robin, just one second, but before it was guys just like Marshall Falk right. and LaDainian Tomlinson. Those guys were like the big pass-heavy guys. Now everyone is a receiving back. Exactly. Well, exactly. it'll be incredibly difficult for anybody to overtake Drew Brees. It'll be at least another decade. Unless, unless Drew Brees leaves, leaves and stops playing if something happens. But if he's still in the game for another year or two, it'll be very hard well, for anybody to overtake him. He's going to be close to about 75,000 yards this year. He'll play again next year, so he'll probably get closer. To, he's probably going to throw for at least another 4,500, 5,000 yards, conservatively speaking, mm -hmm. right? That puts him at 80,000. Drew Brees isn't looking like he's slowing down any bit. So he's probably got about at least another two, three years in the league. Yes. If he wants to. However, if he wants yeah. to. However, what I'm going to do is next time we go to Vegas, this is going to be like one of those long-term bets. I'm going to put my money on, like, Pat Mahomes, that at some point, 10, 15 years down the line, he's going to overtake Drew Brees. I don't know if because... you can get that action in Vegas. You might be able to get it out over in, like, in England. Yeah, where you they can't keep... bet on do that. They right? do. They, they do but have man, future... would that be a big... No, the money you want to put it on, you want to put it on Matt Ryan. That's the money. <laughs> but so... see, but that's more logical. Pat Mahomes is like a long shot. I wouldn't... I, I don't know about Mahomes. I don't think they're taking that action right now. They might. They'll take any bet. You know them, <laughs> Tony. Them sports parlors in England, man. You bet on anything. You bet on rabbits if you get them organized. 
So Seriously. we'll have a Halloween update coming up in the next hour, too. Are we taking a break or are we just going to roll right through? No, I got to pee, so we have to take a break. Let's go. Let's take a break, then. I don't want to pee in this, in the, outside on the street. Can I do that now? You can. By the way, we yeah. need to remind everybody that this coming weekend is the big block party here. Yes. And there is going to be sky energy available. Yeah. Saturday night. Remember last year, Saturday? Were you here on that event? No, I had to work. Bill was here. I mean, uh, Jack. Jack in the back was here. They had, we had people, music, there'll be sky energy drinks outside. Be, uh, be a, uh, they close the street here, right on Moyamensing Avenue. You stopping by? For a great cause. Yeah, I'll be here Saturday afternoon. Cornhole yeah, games. They're playing some, I wish Danny Dow was coming down. Giant Jenga. Up. We'll play Giant Jenga. It'll so be fun. There's for a those lot, of you, you know, it's a lot of fall festivals going do on. Do not go anywhere. We are going to be right back after a very short intermission so that certain people can go to the bathroom, um, in the bathroom rather than outside. <laughs> and uh, you'll if there's a sink some... in the, you know, if there's a sink no. in the uh, in the bag, no. you'll snake it, right? No. <laughs> so please don't go anywhere. We are going to be right back. I'm not ashamed to admit that I used to pee in the sinks at Veterans <sighs> Stadium in the men's room when there wasn't any room at the, at the latrines. What did we do? We went to the the sinks and we peed in the sinks. I'm proud to say that. Meanwhile. <laughs> let's, go, let's go to break, man, all right? Let's go to break, seriously. We'll be right back. It'll all be in my tell-all book. Woohoo! that was the end of the first half of the show. Make sure you download the second. You're not going to want to miss it. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.